Charles this morning following the passing of Eva Fleur after a lung cancer. That's the sound from Saturday night's matchup between Guy Lafleur's former team, the Montreal Canadiens, and the Ottawa Senators. The moment of silence was in honour of Lafleur, who died last week of cancer at the age of 70. But while all that was going on, a Montreal man was paying a tribute to the sports hero in a very unexpected and very Jewish way. Robert Foxman pulled out a black-and-white photo that he'd saved and treasured that he'd snapped some 40-odd years ago with Guy Lafleur. He took it after a Montreal Canadiens practice when he somehow convinced Lafleur to come with him, pretend to be Jewish, and put on a kippah, a talit or prayer shawl, and hold a siddur or prayer book as props. The whole thing lasted maybe 10 minutes. It was for a photography assignment that Foxman had to do while he was at university. But Foxman says the fact that Lafleur went along with it for a complete stranger just proves what Foxman's family's always felt about the star right winger and five-time Stanley Cup champion, that he was a real mensch. Taking the bus downtown to McGill and came up with this idea. I don't know if it's because in some ways Guy Lafleur can look Jewish in certain pictures because I knew certain Jewish people that looked like him. He had a little bit of a bigger nose, which always helps one look Jewish. And he, you know, I just... The idea popped in my mind. I said, this is crazy. This would be wild. But how, there's no way this is going to happen. I'm Ellen Besner, and this is what Jewish Canada sounds like for Monday, April the 25th, 2022. Welcome to the CJN Daily, sponsored by Metropia. Robert Foxman is now 61, and he took that Jewishy photo with Gila Fleur in 1981 when Foxman was 19. It's been a family legend ever since, but very few people outside the family have ever seen it. So when Lafleur died, it reminded the whole family about the running joke they always used to have that the whole world is Jewish. Lafleur did attend some Jewish community events in Montreal after he retired. He helped fundraise for a Jewish seniors program at the Cummings Centre, and he was a guest when the late Cecil Hart was inducted into the Montreal Jewish Sports Hall of Fame. Lafleur won that Cecil Hart Memorial Trophy twice in the late 1970s for being the most valuable player in the NHL. Coming up, Robert Foxman will be here to tell us how and why he got Guy Lafleur's Jewish photo and what he hopes the Lafleur family will say about it. But first, here's what's making news elsewhere in Canada right now. I'm Adir Krafman in Tel Aviv, and this is what Jewish Canada sounds like. An Ottawa photographer who did a photo shoot to promote his business using the National Holocaust Monument as a backdrop has taken the photos down from social media. The photographer, who goes by the name of Michael Dupe, posted a series of photos on his Instagram last week. One shows the model in a crop top with no bra. Some of his colleagues reached out to him to suggest that the location was inappropriate, but Dupe said lots of people use the $8.5 million Holocaust monument to take photos. And he was careful not to show any of the train tracks or explicit panels, just the stark grey walls. It was only after his photos sparked outrage on social media from Sija and from a local member of parliament and from the Jewish community in Ottawa and the city's Holocaust Education Centre and the CJN reached out to him too that Dupe removed the photos, but he threatened to sue anyone who uses the images. The incident came just days before the monument is set to host the annual National Yom HaShoah Memorial Service on Thursday. And joining me now from his home in Montreal is Robert Foxman. So I figure, well, I've got to find out when the Canadians are practicing at the Forum. 
I know often fans wait outside a certain entrance, meet the players and get autographs. So I cold called the form. I found out, you know, a certain time that they were going to be doing it and basically hopped on the bus with a, a, a talus, a keeper and a sitter in a bag. And I said, just go for broke, see what happens. If it doesn't work out, you've got a good story anyways, you know? So I go down and sure enough, I see fans congregating on uh, St. Catherine, just below the Maisonneuve, There's a, there was an entrance at the forum, an exit entrance where the players came out. Finally, I see Guilafer come out He's with another man who I don't recognize as a player, looks like a businessman, turned out to be his agent. And after he does his signing of the autographs and he's about to cross the street to go, to, you know, I, I stop him, I introduce myself. I can't remember if I was speaking broken French or if I was in English, I think it was French. I said, you know, Mr. Lefleur, I'm taking a photography course and I have an idea for an interesting photo. I, I'd like to dress you up as a Jewish person. Anyway, yeah, he was very, extremely nice. I don't think it entered his mind exactly what I had in mind, but he said, look, come with us. We're going, my car's parked in Alexis Neon Plaza. Let's go in there. So we get into Alexis Neon Plaza and we're down in the, the I guess, where the subway um, level is. And I'm looking for like, where am I going to shoot this? I can't shoot this against like a store window or a mall backdrop. I don't want to see other people in it. I see the Bally High bar with its Polynesian bamboo things. I say to myself, you know what? If you're close enough, that will look good as a backdrop, you know? So, you know, and I was nervous and, you know, he was in a rush. And so I basically set him up. He had that nice coat on, which was perfect. And, you know, I put the, Tullus, and there's a group of people to the left looking on, wondering what the hell's going on, you know? And his agent's laughing and watching. So I put the Tullus on, I put the keep on, I give him the sitter, I go back to take the shot, and he's looking at me. And then, like a director in a Hollywood film, I, I approach him quietly. I say, E, um, don't look at me. Look down in the sitter as if you're reading it. Click, click. I took one shot. That was it worried that it wasn't going to come out, but it, he left quickly after that. I put all the stuff in my bag. I went home, got the, got the film developed a few days later, and lo and behold, there was the picture. Ultimately, the cropped version was much better, but, you know, I, I had it. I had it. And, of course, my father, who was always going around telling everyone the whole world's Jewish, when I gave him a picture, he used to go to people and say, you know, the whole world's Jewish, and they, ha, ha, you're, you're, you're funny, Jules, you're funny. He goes, no, you know Guy Lafleur? He's Jewish. They say, no, what are you talking about? Here, look at the picture. So for my father who passed away in 2001, it was a great thing. And I gave him, I laminated copies, gave them to friends. And always in later years, I thought, maybe I should, you know, approach Guy Lafleur with this. There's no way he'll remember, you know, years later, or maybe even give it to Red Fisher, who was a friend of the family. Never happened. Now, I was at work on Friday. I got the news that he passed. Very sad. I knew he was suffering from lung cancer. And I immediately said, I have to do something with this. My sister wanted to immediately post it on Facebook. I'm not on Facebook. I said, you know what? Let me, let me try Canadian Jewish news first. I mean, it's gone a bit viral overnight. You know, I mean, Jewish people are reading it. And the people are saying, oh, this is a great story. It's so inspiring. What a mensch. 
nowadays, no one, no athlete would ever do something like that. And so nice. And, you know, and I said, you know what, this is a great story. It really illustrates what a great guy he was. And for Jewish people, it's great. Looking at Gila Fleur, it's like he's, he's, he's dressed in a, in a synagogue or something. So what'd you get for your assignment? What did your teacher say? He loved it. He lo- it. We weren't really graded. It was more just go out and take pictures. And whose talus was it? Whose siddur? It was, was my bar mitzvah talus that was given to me. And it was my siddur. Do you still have your talus that Gila Fleur wore? It's probably stored somewhere. How did you come up with this crazy idea? Well, first of all, you know, <laughs> without um, tooting my own horn, I am a very creative person. I have off the wall ideas and I could be precocious. So the combination of those three things, it came up with the idea and it made me go ahead and pursue it. And, and, and I don't think anyone today would do something like that. You know, back then it was different. There was no social media. The players, their contact with the fans was, was there, you know? So, I mean, that's my only brush with Guy Lafleur. I watched many hockey games live and over TV of him playing, but I mean, that was the first time I met him in, in person and spoke with him and spent time with him. Did you do this with any other celebrity in other lives or other, no, other sports? I mean, no, never done anything like this before. Although I've met many celebrities. I met Mick Jagger at the 76 Olympics and went up and spoke with him. Uh, you, you didn't know, give him a tallis and say, dress up like a Jew. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. How do you think not. his family, how do you think Gila Fleur's family is going to feel when they see this? What do you hope will, if they do see it? I hope they'll realize, because I definitely wanted to emphasize what a mensch he was. He, he's known as a mensch on and off the ice. I, I've heard, the last couple of days, I've heard all kinds of stories. I've heard stories from people I know who know him through other things. And he's very well respected and has a reputation of, of, of being a mensch. And I think this story illustrates that. I think the fact that he was able to embrace this crazy idea from this 19 year old stranger and not, not really be concerned about it. Did he give you an autograph at least? No, I wasn't even interested in autograph, <gasps> autograph you know? I'm not a big autograph seeker. I was more interested I wasn't going to say, okay, you got the photo. Now give me an auto. You know what I'm saying? I didn't want to push things because I was already pushing things big time. You know, I mean, you want to call this is, this is capital C chutzpah, but you know, sometimes you got to do these things in order to make these things happen. You know, as uncomfortable and as difficult as it is, somehow it all worked out very smoothly. And from the moment I met him, maybe 10 minutes passed till I said goodbye. There is something very um, gematria about CH is the first two letters of the word chutzpah, but it also is something important for the Canadians, is it not? Yes. That's a good point. Didn't even think of that. So maybe it was Beshert. Maybe it was Beshert. Absolutely. I think Guy Guy would have said it was Beshert. By the way, the Montreal Canadiens will host a two-day public visitation to view Guy Lafleur's casket at the Bell Centre before a state funeral on May the 3rd. 
Anyone who wants to pay tribute can also go online to the Montreal Canadiens website to send condolences to Lafleur's widow and their two sons, or to make a donation to the cancer charity in his name at a Montreal hospital. All those links are in our show notes. And that's what Jewish Canada sounds like for this episode of the CJN Daily, sponsored by Metropia. Integrity, community, quality, and customer care. Today's listener shout-out goes to two former Montrealers, Leah and Israel Bacornick, who now live in Toronto. And we'll end the episode with more on that Holocaust monument photo controversy. Here's Andrea Friedman, the president of the Ottawa Jewish Federation. You look for natural lines as a photographer, but by the same token, you use your eyesight and you see very clearly what this monument is. And it is not designed to be a place for a photo shoot. It is designed to be a place for quiet reflection and for mourning. And so anybody who can't um, figure that out and when it's been pointed out to him uh, numerous times, uh, he hasn't uh, he hasn't retracted what he did. So um, I have to assume it was intentional, his choice. Um, and it is deeply, deeply offensive and really just demonstrates the lack of education um, that still exists in our society about uh, the, the Shoah and the, the Holocaust. Um, Yom HaShoah is next week. Um, this is horrific that it happened in the days leading up to it. 